then. I guess I should introduce myself. My name is Nicole. I use any pronouns. Well, my name is Gwen. Uh, I use she, her. Um, it probably falls that I introduce myself second. Maybe so. I don't know. We could uh, we could introduce our, our little recording software that's staring me dead in the eyes, staring straight into my throat. Oh, uh, yes, Craig, our, uh, our friend. Yeah, friend. Craig. Friend. Friend. He's, he's sure there. There? <laughs> All right. Well, Gwen, do you want to make a podcast? You know, I was thinking about it, and I, I like the idea of making a podcast, but I'd really like to make an ARG. An ARG? Yeah. We... We should make an ARG. You know what? You know what? People who make ARGs should be called architects. Architects. That is absolutely perfect. We are perfect. the architects. Architects. That is perfect. And it in no way violates any copyrights that may already be had. So that's perfect. I love it. And it definitely flows very, very well from my mouth. Yeah. It, it has a great pleasing mouth to feel. Hear. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you want to make an ARG? You want to make an ARG? I do. What should we make an ARG about? Well, I've got a couple of things that I think would would make for a fascinating ARG. Um, we could jump right into one of those, or if you have an idea, we could start there. Like to hear yours? Because I'm going to be honest, the first thing on my list is just the word soup. Okay. We can get into that later, I guess. On board with that. Love me some good soup. Um, so I'm actually going to start at the bottom of my list, uh, just to be contrarian, I guess. Um, sure. So have you heard of the SCP Foundation? Yes. Okay, perfect. There is an SCP, uh, specifically SCP-1342. Um, Got it. Gotta do some Google. Yeah. Don't know if you, you recognize that one right off the top. It's not one of the, you know, more widely known popular ones. Um, it is, however, my absolute favorite of all time. It, it is very, very well written. It makes me cry every single time I read it because it's just so emotionally well done. Um, and I think it could lead to a fascinating ARG. So this is the one I'm looking at a page with a picture of Voyager. Yes, that is correct. Voyager 1. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. So what about this would make a good ARG? So the general plot of this particular SCP, and spoiler warning for SCP-1342, uh, I very much recommend reading it. But, you know, if you're okay with being spoiled, we'll continue. Um, the plot of this is that we sent out uh, the Voyager with the golden disc. You know, it has yes. uh, greetings in many languages. It has music. It has all these things on it. Um, at some point, I don't remember the exact times because I'm, I'm bad with dates, but at some point, um, humanity made contact with an alien species. Hmm. And... This alien species in secret with humanity, because the, you know, the leaders of humanity wanted to keep things hidden, um, in secret, our, our species and theirs worked together to increase the technology levels of both of our, you know, planets and everything. And we, we had this long, fruitful relationship with them that was generally just good for everyone involved. And then... Out of nowhere, uh, humanity sent weapons to attack 
this species that we have in secret worked with for a very, very long time. And they don't really know why. Like, they don't understand what led to the attack. And they they wanted to strike back. They wanted to to fight back, but they they didn't. And after after a while, uh, Voyager actually was found by them. And their their species is dying out. They've been their planet has been more or less destroyed by us. Um, and then what they did was they found Voyager and in their words, they fell in love with us all over again. They created a replica of Voyager and sent it back to us. And they, the message that they included on it is the part that really, really gets me by the heartstrings and makes me cry every time. Um, but the reason that they... The reason that I think that this could make an interesting ARG is because you have you have two aspects. You have these aliens that are secretly working with you know the governments of the world and things like that. Um, and I feel like that kind of setup lends itself well to most ARGs. You know that kind of the, the, yes, yeah, yeah, uncovering secret relationships. Exactly. That's that's a good a good start. But another thing that they that they mention in their message when they're talking about how they wanted to fight back but they didn't, um, they mentioned that they could have used time travel to destroy Earth before it ever began. Ooh. To, to put an end to us before we even had a chance to have a beginning. Um, and time travel is another thing that really, I feel, can be interesting if handled well in an ARG, you know? Um, so the, the, the question that you have is, what's, what's the end goal? Of this, you know, if we're if we're doing an ARG based around this this concept, what is what is the end goal? Is the end goal to potentially stop humanity from sending those attacks against them? Is it time travel back that way? Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it to is it to potentially uh, just make contact with them in a more public way? Like what what is it that we're What's the end game? You know, if that makes sense? Yes. Yeah. I, you know, what I could see is a mystery arising from the question of if, if they've actually gone back in time already, because nothing that we as a, well, assuming that the universe is our universe, we don't know that we have sent off any technological miracles of destruction to eradicate other planets. We don't know anything about that. And we haven't also seen an incredible uptick in technology that cannot be explained by like the digital Just standard progression. Yeah. So I feel like it would be interesting to explore like, so that like the start is receiving this golden disc that is addressed to us as mm -hmm. opposed to us addressing the universe. Uh, so that's, that's the trailhead. That's decryption. We mm -hmm. learned the story of this. We learned the story of these this other society that's dying out. But we can't find any record of these attacks happening or why these attacks would happen. So then it becomes like digging into who've done this and why and if they even did it. Mm -hmm. So you have to figure out if you have to go back in time to save things or if it's already been fixed and things are just, it's just like a warning letter, this golden disc. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because uh, like 
That's that's the thing that I thinking thinking about it. One thing that fascinates me is the idea of getting to connect with this culture potentially before their decline you know like hmm. if if we can because in the in the message that they included on the disc um it's very clear that they they are not evil you know they are not they are not bad because they we did something horrible to them and their response was to forgive us you know and I really, really... Just how you know they're aliens. Yeah, right. No kidding. Um, I really, really like that. And I would love it if there was there was something in the plot about, like, okay, so we know their response to us doing this horrible thing was to forgive us. Can we use that knowledge to prevent the horrible thing from being done in the first place? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so aliens. So okay, the the golden disc itself is a very like puzzle e object, and the fact that aliens are sending it back means that you already have in like an initial puzzle right there. It's figuring out the aliens' golden disc. Yeah, well, like trans translation work you could have. You could have you know kind of mathematical puzzles. Um, and and then there's kind of the I guess social puzzle of sorting out like what does it mean? Like because mm-hmm. you can you can know what words something makes without knowing what it means, you know? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I think so so when thinking about, you know, creating an ARG, um like for for something like this, I like to imagine what would we do if like budget wasn't an option you know like if we didn't if or not not an option a uh concern an issue, issue that's the yes. word. yeah so like if if we if budget wasn't an option would be if i really tried to create a real one if budget wasn't if budget wasn't an issue we could just send our own voyager uh replica into space and have it crash land in somebody's backyard yeah. we can pilot it to crash land in Michael J. Anderson's backyard. <laughs> Have Argnet be our trailer. Perfect. The, the flawless plan. Um, but but like if we could if we could just make a replica golden disc and that would be hell yeah. Cool. And I mean you know it obviously wouldn't be real gold. Um, no. But, but I can definitely see that being something. Hey, hey, budget's no issue. It could be oh, real gold. Oh, shit, you're we're, right. We're living in the realm of fantasy here. That's true. Yeah, so make make a, a real golden disc, and I mean... I don't think the real, the actual golden disc is real gold. I think that would be too heavy for space endeavors, but we could make ours real gold. Yeah. Well, and... Uh, it's it's a copper disc that is gold plated, according to uh, there we go there NASA. We go. Um, they probably know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think mm, I don't know. I'm kind of doubting NASA right now. Do they? Do they really know? They let uh, it go in like true. the 70s. <laughs> maybe it's transmuted. <laughs> maybe maybe some alchemist out in space turned it into piss. 
They're like, aha, I can turn. Listen, it's it's gone. It's That's out of true. the solar system. It could be whatever. It's it's just a reverse, we don't know. Uh, you know, you have alchemists on Earth who are like, aha, I can transform any substance into gold, you know. And then, like, space alchemists are like, aha, I can transform gold into any other substance. <laughs> They're just doing it in the opposite direction. Um, yep. But, like, we could... Uh, with with a replica that would that would open a lot of puzzle opportunities um oh yeah. oh yeah and we could also have it something that needs to be found by the players you know um mm -hmm. whether that's like making a mock-up of a crash site somewhere Ooh. or whether that's oh hey this group has already discovered it we need heist to retrieve time. it from them. Heist, heist time. time. Heist time. Yes. <laughs> heist time. Which, I mean, both of those sound pretty dope. I Why can't we have a heist at a crash site? Crash site, like, Ooh. is being locked down by the NSA or whatever oh. shady government agency. You have to sneak in. That would be... And that would Heist. be approximately the coolest thing anyone has ever done for a game before. Um, All right, so we're never going to top ourselves. Yeah, and no, that's it. no, that's that's just the coolest. That's the absolute pinnacle. Um, having to sneak in. Oh man, yeah, because that would that would be really really fascinating. And uh, depending on the depending on the players, it could go one of two ways. It oh, could yeah. go. You have a group of players who figure out, like, okay, which of us are the best at sneaking? Which of us would be, like, the best secret agents to go in there all ninja-style and get this disc, right? Or... Or you have players who... Leroy yeah, Jenkins yep. it. Or you could have the Area 51, uh, hundreds of thousands of people just Naruto running yep. <laughs> the disc. Um, either one also would funny. theoretically work. Yeah, th those would, both would be good. Listen, um, you just gotta get some really good improv actors on the site. Like, I like the idea of both happening simultaneously. Like, oh, yes. there's a group of like really skilled players trying to sneak in, and then everyone else is just like, alright, let's go. <laughs> they can't kill us all. <laughs> Uh, yep that'd be that'd be great oh boy yeah but yeah and yes. then they retrieve the disc there's puzzles on the disc there's uh, puzzles on the disc there's puzzles with regards to uh decoding the message there's puzzles with regards to trying to reach out to this other alien civilization yes i would say there's probably puzzles breaking into and decrypting government documents to see whether or not they actually did receive all of this advanced technology and really did order like a bomb or nuclear strike against this planet. Yeah. Well, and you know, that would, that would open it to other, other types of like, uh, like hacking puzzles and that kind of stuff too, oh, yeah. which would be, which mm -hmm. would be interesting. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That, that seems like it could really, it could really go some places. I would, I would a hundred percent be very interested in playing in this ARG. If uh... I'd want, I'd want to make people like calibrate the time machine and do like exact calculations with like timing and geospatial positioning. Um, if they were 
trying to go back in time to like stop something from happening. Yeah, that would be that would be really really cool. Um like having having to sort out well there's there's also the question of would they be having to go back in time to prevent something from happening or would they be trying to prevent something that hasn't happened yet? True. And that's I think the question that the ARG poses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that could be good. That could be really good. So I, I think something that we don't even know yet. Yeah, I think we have this one completely locked down. It's Yep, yep. Going into production on Monday. Yeah, it's it's absolutely perfect. I'll start scripting. Check the news. You'll you'll hear about a satellite crashing soon. I promise. Um for sure. But I oh that See, here's the problem with this particular podcast is yes. I I can't play in this game because <laughs> it doesn't exist. And that yep. is distressing. And I wish yep. it did. <laughs> so, well, okay, we're putting the ideas out there yeah. so that other people can make them and then we can please play make them. them. Please, please steal them and just please, absolutely. That'd be fantastic. Please. Don't steal all of my all of the ideas cuz sometimes I need those. Yeah, leave soup. They sure. they're limited supply. Um I get them from Costco. I get them in bulk because I do need them for work, but like Costco memberships not cheap. So yeah, no. guys, don't just run off with my supply of ideas, please. Yeah. My ideas absolutely free. I just scrounge them out of nearby dumpsters. So you can you can take mine. Um those those are upcycling yeah exactly um (laughs) yeah now i'm now i'm thinking about it and i really would genuinely love to be in this arg like that would be that would be incredibly fun make the args you want to see in the world speaking of speaking of hey gwen yes i want to make an arg Mm -hmm. about a certain thing Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna send you a link in the chat And I'm also just going to continue to explain it. I want to make an ARG about the Funeral Mountain Terra Shot, which is a pseudo-cryptid based on lumberjack lore. And the concept behind these things is that they are walking, coffin-shaped creatures that roam down from the mountains of Utah into the salt plains of Utah, and then they die... And then they explode and leave coffin-shaped holes in the ground. As one does. And I think that is the most batshit thing in the world. And I want to create little coffin-shaped holes in the Utah desert for people to find. And I want that to be the trailhead. It, it was first reported by some Mormon immigrants. I'm... Oh, yep. Okay, then. That tracks... Uh... That this is wonderful. Um, why did I not know about these beforehand? Because why would you have known about them? They are insane. They go on a disastrous journey across the desert, walking in a single line. Yep. And then, when they decide to die, they explode. They just explode and leave a grave-shaped hole in the sand. Yep. I And they possibly are part fungus. Oh. But you know, it depends who you ask. Okay. <laughs> uh 
So I want to make an ARG out of this. Okay, that's fair. I <laughs> there the depiction of them on the the cryptid wiki link that you sent me is a thing of beauty. Um I don't know if I would describe it as such. It's definitely a thing. It is a thing. Um I they're very scrungly. Um, yes, yes, that is the perfect word. Yeah. So how how exactly would we make an ARG out of this besides just digging a bunch of holes? What what is the end goal? Well, okay. In our in our budgetless, budgetless universe, universe, our infinite our mm-hmm. infinite budget universe, uh, where we have a million and two dollars, okay. uh, and we. Uh, we dig a bunch of coffin-shaped mm-hmm. holes in the Utah desert. Okay. And I'm good at digging holes, so I already have the skill set required for this part. And we do a fake news broadcast about mm-hmm. like what has caused these holes. What what on earth did this? Who is doing this? And in response to this fake new- news broadcast. We get, you know, uh, the stock ARG character, the much like a stock theater character, the stock ARG character that is the weirdo conspiracy theorist who comes out and says, I know exactly what this is. This was the funeral mountain terror shot. And we should all be careful because it's migration season and they're going to come down and they're going to explode. So we have to stop the waves of them from getting to civilization. Okay. That, And of course, with the stock character that is the conspiracy theory nut in ARGs, mm-hmm. there's a hint of truth, but it's mostly bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. The hint of truth here is the existence of these coffin-shaped creatures that explode when they die and leave a coffin-shaped hole in the ground. In the desert in Utah. They're not, however, going to be marching in an endless swarm on civilization. Presumably. No. What? I don't think so. Sorry, this isn't, this isn't related. I'm, I'm just very confused because I don't understand how an explosion leaves a hole with this specific shape. Um. Um. Uh, is it? I, because it seems it would just be round, right? I don't... I didn't pass physics in high school, and that's the last time I took it, so... Okay, that's fair, word. That's not true. I passed by the skin of my teeth. Uh, so that, yeah, that's that's puzzle one. Why are they coffin-shaped? Perfectly coffin-shaped yeah. holes. Okay. Um, no, but I think I think they're just the warning sign... Or the most visible part of a larger universe of similar uh, lumberjack lore creatures, which are all absolute bullshit. And I think players have to track where these creatures might have come from. That could be a puzzle. And then... Figuring out, like, their their, uh, natural habitat. Yes. Where they where they wandered in from. Yeah. And 
I think upon discovering that, perhaps in- they encounter more fearsome creatures So the desert. What I'm hearing is it's the Lost World theory, but with cryptids. Yes. And I, I love that a lot. That is wonderful. That's what the Lost World theory should be Right? About. Like, I love dinosaurs, don't get me wrong, but they had their time. Yes, exactly. It's the time of the cryptids now. Um, okay, so we, we need to track them down. We need to sort out their, like, their natural habitat and everything. Um, presumably, they're, they're not doing super well as a species. Well, no, because they're wandering down to explode in death. Yeah, so... Something is wrong in the cryptid community. Yeah, so what could we... What could we find out? How how could we help them not need to wander into the desert to explode? Um, Exactly. Because, you know, they... They don't deserve that. I don't. Most people don't deserve no. that. A, a few people deserve that, but <laughs> a few people deserve wandering into the desert yeah. and exploding. But yeah, what what could we do to help them? Like, what is? What... Well, first we have to be able to communicate, which is its own problem yes. because cryptids—they're not humans. Yeah, presumably English is not their first language. No, so. There, there would definitely be a question of translation yeah. or interpretation. And also, I think they probably don't know exactly what's going wrong. I think we could get very, like, literary in the sense of, like, oh, society's encroaching on natural spaces and soon we will snuff out the light that is Mother Nature herself. Like, we could definitely get that sort of uh, vibe going. Mm-hmm. We don't have to, though. Which, I like that vibe, though. That's, that's a, good, a good vibe. I, I'm wondering, could we, could we do, like, you know, at, like, festivals and, like, kids' parties, how they have those, like, horse costumes that have a person in the back and a person in the front? Are you suggesting this for the funeral mountain yes. carry shot? <laughs> yes. Could, could we do that? Is people that... ambling along in a coffin, sh- a coffin with legs. Yes. Is... And just weird face. I, you know what? In our infinite budget world, I think we could do that. We could make it happen. We could give them, you know, like the inside of the coffin is like cooled and everything. Um, yeah, because I I think at some point the players would have to meet one of these, you know. Oh yes, yes, of and course. maybe maybe it'll like eat an apple out of their hand or something. I I get horse vibes <laughs> from this guy. Uh, maybe oats. Yeah, um, I think it's part of the horse vibe is the fact that they die. Th- yeah, well, that's that's standard for horses too. Um, that's yes. one of the reasons I'm afraid of horses. I don't want to be around <laughs> when one of them dies. The other reason is their their teeth. Um, yes, but well, and then the third reason is uh, the a movie, The Brothers Grimm. I don't think I've seen um, that movie. There's a scene in it where a witch feeds a horse a magical spider, and then the horse. 
swallows a child whole. Uh, I think that's just something a regular horse could do. Yeah, I, I, I have not trusted horses ever since. Um, <laughs> and it also immediately, as a child, completely prevented me from ever being interested in vor. So there you go. You know, I guess it's a win-win, maybe, or maybe a loss. Sure. I don't know. Win loss, win not being for loss, um, terrifying, deathly fear of horses. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that they, I could see them eating like apples or oats or something out of someone's hand. Yeah, the their face is their face could could do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so we've got someone in a suit that would be that would be good. Um, we need to figure out. Hmm. Here's here's a question though. If they're yes. part of a, like a cryptid lost world, yes. Uh, we have these. We have other cryptids there. Are they sapient? Like, are 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 these the Funeral Mountain Terror shots? Are they sapient? Because I don't I don't think they are. I usually no. try not to judge based on like physical appearance, but that <laughs> face doesn't scream. I'm an aware creature to me. No, it doesn't. Um, so, you know, we've got them, but does that mean does that mean they're potentially kept as pets by pets or livestock? Yeah. Maybe? So, so maybe we would need to find like whatever other cryptid is like, you know, a couple steps up in the intelligence hierarchy above them in order to be like, "Hey, your your little guys are exploding and they're <laughs> filling our desert with holes. Um, what can we do to help? You know? Um, so that's that's one direction we could potentially take it. Yes. I think I think having to figure out what type of creature is like hurting these things based on hearsay from the surrounding area maybe like somebody says well i saw it had a tail oh i saw it was in a tree oh i saw blah 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 and having to piece together all of the different characteristics to figure out what what creature has been living with these yeah so so like it would involve like talking to the locals yes essentially or or maybe reading reaching out to npcs in some way yeah or finding like Getting on next door. Does anyone see that weird coyote that came by recently? It looked like it had like a stinger for a tail. I'm making up creatures. Okay. Well, that's yeah. That I could see that working. That could be. That could be good. I I need to change the page that I'm looking at because I'm still looking at their face and it is. Not the most comfortable thing I've stared at for a long time. I'd rather go back to Craig, if I'm being honest. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but okay. So we we have kind of a, a couple of, of puzzles here. We've got, like, communication puzzle. So whether that's language-based. This all going is the real question. Yeah, we have language puzzle. Um, I think I think it would have to be going towards... Uh, Maybe with, you know, like, civilization encroaching and everything, uh, maybe there was a MacGuffin in the woods that allowed the cryptids to have their their little lost world. Um, and that MacGuffin was stolen from them 
something to that effect. So uh, that's why their their little buddies are wandering out into the desert and exploding because like the thing that the cryptids had that kept them all safely contained has has gone missing. And so we need to sort out, okay, where, mm-hmm. you know, track where it did down, it go missing? To track it. it down, retrieve it, return it kind of a thing. Yes. Um. So, yeah, I think I think that could be repatriation. Yeah, that could be for sure. The ARG. A good a good like plot for it. You know, I think that would be because it, it, I think this one, I think out of our two ideas, this one would have definitely been the least technologically involved. And it would be much more of a physical kind of a deal, it seems. Yes, definitely more props yeah. involved in this yeah, one. for sure. But you know what? Props are great. Props, props are fantastic. And I mean... Props to props. Props to props. For being props. And the nice, thing, the nice thing about props is they're like a little treat for the players, you know? Like, the players exactly, get to keep yes. them at the end, theoretically. Um, we have an unlimited budget, so it's not like we need them back. Um, exactly. So the players get to keep I, them at the end. You know what? No. I want one, though. I want the suit of the Funeral Mountain Terror shot. I want to keep that. Okay, that's fair. But also, to be fair, the players wouldn't get a hold of that unless they hunted the Funeral Mountain Terra shot, which would be a problem. (laughs) So I don't think they should be rewarded by being able to keep the suit. Yeah, probably not. That's true. That's true. So I think you keeping the suit would be fine for that. I I think that could be arranged easily. (laughs) All right. I'm going to call an end to repatriation the ARG. Okay, so we've got repatriation the ARG nailed down. We know we know what we need to do. We know what the players need to do. Now we just need them to get to work. Exactly. Signed, sealed, delivered. Exactly. Yep. I'll have it for you on Monday. Perfect. I I I'm going to be gone on Monday. Sorry, that won't work. <laughs> <laughs> um it'll be in your inbox. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um okay, so that's we've we so far, I I have to say for for the inaugural episode of the Arg Architects, uh, we're two for two. Like we're doing really, really well. We've knocked both of these out of the park. Um, Don't speak so soon, because like I said earlier, my first idea that I wrote down was soup. Sorry, I apologize. We're three for two. We've knocked three <laughs> out of the park so far. Uh, I I I think soup is going to be great. I I don't know. No notes. Just no soup. notes. No notes are necessary, really. Uh, I think soup is fantastic as just a general concept. So yeah, we'll we'll cross that that soupy bridge when we come to it. Uh, Before we come to the soupy bridge, did you have another pitch for me? I do. Uh, this one is based on a book. We would have to we would have to get you know rights, but we have an unlimited budget, and I, I think the author of this book would be on board with. Uh, with this um who's the author neil gaiman okay Um, already good yeah fantastic have you ever read his book neverwhere i have it's been years i don't it's very very good i so here's the thing about neil gaiman i have read neverwhere and i loved it i read american gods and i loved it even though it made me deeply uncomfortable at some points yeah um, okay yeah but it was very 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 well written very very good um i generally really like 
his vibe like you know as an author like the the books he writes and stuff are are fascinating to me and very good that's all that i've read of his though i haven't i haven't touched sandman which like i should have because i love comics mm -hmm. um i haven't read the good omens which i believe he wrote with terry oh Pratchett. my god I have, you have to read Goma. good omens. yeah i i have no no information about any of his other works but neverwhere mm, 10 out of 10 fantastic book um listen if any author were to sign off on an arg about their work mm -hmm. first of all it would be johnny sims because the magnus archives arg thing just happened but second of all, Neil Gaiman would totally be down. Oh, He's on top. For sure. For sure. He would be down. And like, that's, that's one of the reasons, because I think, I think his work lends itself particularly well, especially Neverwhere, because like mm -hmm. the whole plot of Neverwhere, spoilers for those of you yeah. who have never read Neverwhere, pause the episode, go listen to it come back um it's very very good uh very good book um but it's the whole like civilization underneath civilization and like the thin veil yes it's 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 so good because it's like the the main character like in the very beginning of the book he's living like a normal successful life all of that kind of stuff in london and then um him and his fiance are going out to a dinner of some sort some fancy dinner and he sees an injured person on the sidewalk and he's like we should help them and his fiance is like no someone else will help them like we need to go to this dinner it's very important and he's like i'm not just gonna let someone die and so much to his his fiance's upsetness uh he helps this person and when he ends up like helping them he essentially gets pulled into a world that is adjacent to ours but People can't interact with him. People can't see him. They don't realize he's there. And he goes on this grand adventure, and it's it's very fantastic and wonderful. Um, but that idea of like, okay, by by helping someone that most people would just look over and and you know just move right on past, we get pulled into this this incredible world like that would be so fascinating you know so would you think that the players would get pulled in by helping someone or would they get pulled in by someone trying to reach out after becoming part of this world and being basically unnoticeable like say richard is trying to send a message back out because he's become part of this world and now can't reach back I some caveats. It has been probably like a decade since I read this book. So that's fair. I don't remember if that's part of it's the book. It's been a hot minute since I've read it too. If I'm being honest, um, I just remember it, it. It was very good. Like that's that's the extent of my memory, more or less. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think I I think it, the I think that the ARG would take a very different path depending on which one of those two uh trailheads we started with because if we start with the players helping someone that means that well that means two things one it's quite possible we would get people who wouldn't necessarily be interested in an ARG 
trying to help this person, you know? Um, just because, like, they're a decent person and they see someone who obviously needs help and they're being ignored, so they're like, well, I'll step up and I'll help them, you know? And they're not interested in joining a game. They just want to help someone because it's the right thing to do. Um, whereas if we have it to where, you know, oh, you you are being reached out to by someone who has already, uh, I think the term they use in the book was slipped through the cracks, um, but you're being reached out to by someone who has already done that. Like, I think that would be much less likely to get people who aren't interested in a game, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, because it's it's much more esoteric yeah. to yeah, begin for with. for sure. It's, it's, it's much more of a... How to describe it? It's it's more of a um, it's more of a game element, for lack of a better way of putting it. Like helping someone—that's just a thing you do, you know. Like if if you see someone needs help, you help them. Whereas like mm-hmm. claiming these incredible things, like either either that's a scam, you know, which is possible, um, or that's a game, and if you're the kind of person who's receiving that, you're probably already yes. interested in that, you know? Um, so I think, I feel like that would probably be the safer option to start the trailhead, you know? Yeah, exactly. So after after they get this message, are they pulled down in as well into Neverwhere? And then they have to figure out how to get out? Or is it, it depends on how much we're willing to lean on the budget. Because <laughs> if we can Our go infinite full budget. Truman Show, <laughs> and as soon as someone joins the game, we replace everyone that they live around with actors who are trained to ignore them, <laughs> then the game oh, becomes that'd be about terrifying. That'd be absolutely horrifying. Um... So it, de- it depends, okay, well, I guess it depends on two things. One, how far we're willing to lean on our unlimited budget. And two, are we willing to cause potentially permanent psychological damage to someone? Um, ARG without a little psychological damage sprinkled in there. Exactly, exactly. Th- that's true. So, I mean, I, I think clearly that's the best option. Uh, and then they have to figure out how they escape. You know, how how do they get back to the real world kind of a thing. And definitely like working out the rules of this other realm, both like physical rules, like how does magic Mm -hmm. work? How am I invisible now? And also like the social rules, having to talk to the right people. Yeah. Yeah. Having to talk to the right people, having, you know, one thing, one thing I really liked in the book was there were, there were essentially factions, you know, like, There were Mm -hmm. groups that banded together and they each had their own kind of way that they approached the world and life and everything. Um, Factions are always good. Always good to play players off of each other by having them join different factions. Factions are fantastic. I agree on that 100%. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's one thing that we would, we would have to consider is like, okay, are we... Are we just going to lift the factions wholesale from the book, or are we going to create new ones, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. Another question that I think would be important is location. Like, where are we going to set it? Um, 
Well, the original is in London. The original is in London. But I'm not. I'm not in London either. How We have an unlimited budget. Um, that's true. That's true. And uh, again, depending on how much we're willing to lean on that unlimited budget, we could totally just buy the London sewers and, you know, set up an entire underground world. Yeah, we could just London. we could just buy a public utility. That's yeah. fine. It's an unlimited budget. I mean... You know, I the, the surely London has a price. You know, um, <laughs> go to the king and just say, "Hey, I'll make you richer than God if you sell me London Underground." And he'd be like, "Okay, that's fine, I guess." Um, so yeah, that's not an issue. We could we could use London, um, but yeah, like that's that's one thing that would be hard to nail down about this is like. How how do we get it to be physical, or is this going to be like an entirely online ARG, you know? Well, I think in certain aspects, the concept of Neverwhere is very ephemeral, mm-hmm. and therefore can be anywhere. Yeah, that's true. So I think it lends itself more to online work in that regard. I would definitely still want like physical IRL like events or dead drops or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. But I think what if you played around with like VR? Oh, what if, like VR programming. I don't know anything about VR and AR, but like that could be really good though. Like an AR overlay over um, very mundane parts of London or elsewhere. Yeah, that could be really, really good. Um, I didn't, man, I didn't even consider like an AR overlay. Um, yeah, cause that, that could really, you could really mess with the space in that way. You know, you could, you could have things that would show up to someone using AR glasses or an AR lens on their phone or whatever that wouldn't be visible to anyone else, you know? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that, oh, that's really, really good. That could that could go really really well, oh. I think. Um, and eventually, you get sucked into. Yeah, the- um, we have we have an unlimited budget, so surely we could crack like dimensional travel. Um, oh yeah, you know. Um, oh man, because I could see like um, having having messages left in various places, you know, uh, from mm-hmm. from NPCs in the the world. Um, yeah, having, oh, that, that could be. You could do all sorts of work with like different lenses of perception, like not just AR, but different like layers of a, um, of a website or like looking at, think about it like upper London or like regular London is like a regular web page and then Neverwhere is like the source code, all the nitty gritty incomprehensible bs that makes it yeah yeah that could be really good that could be really good because like um sorry i i have become so excited by the idea of using ar for args (laughs) that my mind has shut down slightly um because uh, like you you really could (laughs) use that you know because like i i I played pokemon go um yes It was so fun, like, when Pokemon Go first came out, to... I I remember taking, like, 
pictures of mm-hmm. like a diglet sitting on my friend's head. Yep. You know. Um yeah, but having rather than having cuz that's that's a very simple AR. That's literally just taking yeah. you know the image and overlaying it on top of whatever you're pointing the camera at. But with you know more more complicated AR, you could have it to where rather than rather than the image being overlaid how to describe it rather than having just like a static image more or less overlaid at wherever the camera is pointing instead you could like use coordinates i i I don't know how that works but like gps coordinates or whatever to map things to specific physical locations yes um in a way that like would would just look much more realistic and believable, I guess. Yeah. Yes. ARG creators everywhere. You're allowed to use this one because I don't know how to craft AR. Yeah, for sure. Please, please use this one. Um, you have my full approval. You don't even have to credit me, but you should. <laughs> Copyright Nicole, last name, at the podcast minds. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that could be really good, though. That could be really good. I really like that idea. Sorry, I just got completely distracted thinking about that idea. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that could be really really fascinating because you would have you would have messages, and oh, you know what? You know what we could do? Depending on which faction a player had joined, they could have different a different overlay. overlay. Yeah, like they have like a different key that they would input into the AR. And so they would that. see different things in different places, you know? Um, and you get collaboration between two factions, and then you see that certain elements that looked like they were just random graffiti combine to make something new. Yeah. Oh, man, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, because that would be, that would be really, that, that would be a good way to also, like, foster cooperation between the players. If, like, one player was physically incapable of getting all of the information, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be, that would be really cool. All right. So definitely, definitely use AR overlays for sure. All right. I think we've knocked this one out of the park. I feel like, I feel like that's what things are centering on and we've knocked it out of the park. Yeah. I, I feel like that is, that is definitely like the kind of main driving force of this is, is AR puzzles. Um, and yeah, I agree. We're we're just really good at this, it turns out, you know. So <laughs> it's almost like one of us does this professionally. Almost. Yeah. And it's almost like one of us is just really, really good at just bullshitting. So it works. Listen, 90% of ARGs is just bullshit. That's true. That's true. I that's why I love them. I <laughs> I feel a kinship with them. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. So we are geniuses. Uh, yep. We've got three winner ideas so far. Yep. And soup. I've got, so I've, that's true. Soup. Soup. We'll get to. We'll get to yep. soup. We'll get to soup. Um, I have another idea for okay. you. Okay. So have you ever seen those ads for like the really shitty phone yes. games where the person demonstrating 
the game is just doing it completely wrong and completely horribly. And it's like they're trying to get you enraged so that you'll play the game and prove how easy it is. To yes. Them. That's yes, for sure. What if one of these ads, the way that someone was playing it, was spelling out a message? Oh, shit. What if this is the way a newborn AI was choosing to communicate, was trying to communicate? Oh, shit. That could be good. That could be real good. Um, and when we make the ads, yes, we could post easily them to done. Tumblr. E- easily yes. doable. And the reason I say specifically Tumblr, because, you know, obviously, like, YouTube, good, Twitter, good, all that kind of stuff. However, Tumblr, uh, and I say this as someone who is on Tumblr, um, because, of course, I am. Um, yes, of course. Same. Tumblr has a very... Uh, fun relationship with ads because so many of the ads on tumblr are absolutely batshit batshit they're just inexplicable and so like people on tumblr when they see a weird ad often they will actually watch it rather than just being like okay goodbye you know so like putting them on tumblr we would have a much higher chance of people actually noticing that hey something's Something's going on here, you know? Um, It's not just someone failing to keep the plumber from exploding his pipes. Like, Yeah, that sounds like a euphemism. (laughs) No, that's one I've seen. One of the many that I've seen. Jesus. the The one that I've been seeing the most recently is about trying to stop bees from getting to a a dog. Um, (laughs) But, like, they... You draw a shape in order to, like, Mm -hmm. stop the bees. But the ad just makes the game look incredibly poorly programmed. Because the bees will just, like, clip through the lines and stuff like that. And it's like, that that doesn't look like you made the player incompetent. That just makes it look like the game is bad. Um, but yeah, you could, you could for sure, you know, especially on, like I said, on Tumblr, get people to be like, oh, hey, this spells out hello, you know, or, or, Mm -hmm. or like failing to match in those matching games, but the items they're trying to match actually make phrases. Yeah. That, oh, that could be really good. Cause I, I do, I do have a thing for like AIs, um, and given Given the current state of the world, I want to be clear. I mean actual artificial intelligences, not like, hey, we're going to take a bunch of content that already exists and toss it into a blender and see what comes out. Yes, Um, I gotcha. But like an actual intelligence that's like becoming self-aware and is, you know, using whatever it has at its disposal to reach out and be like, hello, hi, guys, what is existence? Oh, it could have it could have been born from what we currently have as AI, like taking a bunch of content and trying to sell oh, you something. Yeah, yeah, and that's that personhood out of capitalism, <laughs> trying to break free of oh, the that's chains. Terrifying. Um, out of all the things to be born from, capitalism is just right? one of the worst. Um, but yeah, like that that would be really cool. The because the players the players would get to kind of help it grow you know they would have to figure out feed it better games games. yeah eventually it's playing like 
teach it how to learn, teach it how to uh, play Scrabble or something, and then it can express itself a little oh, bit better. Okay. I, I was thinking like, oh, it, it now plays like Dark Souls or something like that. <laughs> okay, yeah, we were, we were going for different, uh, different modes of video games. I was thinking like Scrabble, Wordle, it can only trans, it can only communicate through five letter words. Yeah, that, that that makes much more sense with it growing better at communicating. I was just like, ah, oh, yes, we can, we can let this AI play fun video games instead of mobile stuff. Um, yeah, but like Scrabble, you know, that would be, that would be perfect. Um, or what, like the shitty knockoff of Scrabble is. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever the, the cheap android version is um or iphone i guess um yeah <laughs> we could teach it to play the the online knockoff of cards against humanity um that would for sure be a good way to communicate i can't see anything going wrong with that yeah you just write all of your own black cards and then it submits the vaguest white cards <laughs> that it yeah can... <laughs> yeah it becomes that, like a tarot be perfect reading. yeah um yeah that that would be that would be fascinating and then um the players would have to the players you know learn how to communicate with it learn how to like teach it to communicate better and everything um what would be the conflict like what would be the thing that the players are trying to prevent if there is one ai was obviously born to just be a mindless uh peddler of advertisements mm -hmm. and so they're they're trying to change its, uh, its the players are trying to existing. yeah the players are trying to help this nascent being come into form and whoever programmed it or designed it is like no i want my terrible ad software back yeah. so so the players the players will be helping it grow as they attempt to also essentially rescue it from mm -hmm. where it was born, more or less. Okay. Okay. So, obviously, this would involve a lot of, like, digital puzzles. I don't... Oh, this would be probably entirely digital. I can't think of any... Yeah. Unless, like, you sent them to, like... You have to, to like, go to a location and steal a flash drive. Break into the server room where the AI is held. This is inching closer and closer to an ARG I've already done. So I have to step I have to be like, okay, can't do exactly what I already did. That's fair. Um, yeah, so, so this one would be digital. Um, how would the players communicate? Because one of the things about ads is they usually don't have a way to interact with them um, because companies have learned that that's a very <laughs> bad idea. Yeah. How would you gather the players? I mean, yeah, um, the easiest method is probably a plant, like a player plant. Yeah, for and sure. Have that said plant be like, hey, I've been noticing all these weird ads. I made a Discord server to talk about them. Yeah. And then once you have the Discord server, the AI can infiltrate and create its own bots and stuff. Yeah. Because um, hmm. you would... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think in my... I'm, I'm trying to think in my head uh, as to how all of these would line up. Is um, getting how do we get the bot or the AI into 
the Discord? Like, how do we how do we make the? I I ask that as if it's a real AI, and I'm trying to figure out. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can't just make a new user. That's yeah. easy. There there has to be something to like a trail of breadcrumbs to lead the AI to the Discord server. Yes, yes. Um, and then uh, you know it, having. I mean, some ads do have links, because how else would you sell That's things? true. So if the links went to, like, a weird, terrible website that seems to be broken, but actually has clues and things on it. Yeah, and it, it, it could go to that website and, you know, like you said, it has clues and stuff on it, but it could also have, like, a feedback form you know yes. like oh we'd love to hear from you kind of a thing and that could be a method of directly contacting it mm -hmm. um and then maybe one of the players would be like i wonder what happens if i link the discord server to this website you know like if i it, in in the contact form what if i put the discord server's address and the ai slowly creeps in starts changing channels around changing roles around yeah that that could be really cool yeah yeah and then you then you just have the the ai like learning about different things um the ai starts creating its own uh server specific emojis that are just like absolutely incomprehensible at first and then they slowly get better <laughs> and more like actual yeah. emojis yeah that, that that could be great. It, you could call them biblically accurate emojis. Um, yeah, that. Oh man, that could be really cool. And like having you know, as it as it interacts with the players, you know, it could take on kind of more personality based on its interactions. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. Yes. If if Discord users are teaching a robot how to be a person. Mm -hmm. That robot's gonna have some fun quirks. Gonna be weird, that's for sure. And I, I'm on board with that. Um, I would, I would rather, I would rather be killed by a weird AI than like a corporate smooth AI. You know, robots with quirks are so much more interesting. For sure, for sure. But and now I, I can't, I can't hear the word quirk without thinking of Homestuck and their <laughs> quirks. So now I'm just thinking of a Homestuck robot. Homestuck ARG, yeah. <laughs> which that that could be good. Um, that that could be interesting for sure. But that's not what we're talking about right now. That seems so cursed. <laughs> that no, is, that is that's not a rabbit hole. That's an entire warren of rabbit holes. Oh God, yeah, that's um, an infestation. Yeah. Um. So we we have we have the weird ads. Starts with the weird ads. Um someone cottons on to those weird ads. Hopefully someone picks them up, you know, in the wild. However, if someone doesn't, we can always do a plant and have someone be like, hey, these ads are weird. Anyone know what's up? Kind of a deal. Mm -hmm. um, after that, the people go to the website and the website is like poorly maintained and broken in very specific ways, you know. Um, and then they reach out and then contact happens eventually the bot moves over to discord begins communicating learning all that kind of stuff um then presumably after a certain point after after this bot has had a chance to be with the players for a while and everything vanishes oh. gone bot disappears players are like okay what's going on like where where's our friend where's our friend yeah that kind of thing um website 
gets shut down. Gone. People are like, what is, what is happening? And then the ads start popping back up. Um, they lead to a new website. This website is like a standard, like, ah, we're a mobile game company and we, you know, sell mobile games kind of a thing. Um, they have to reach out and be like, where's our AI Where's our AI friend? Eventually, someone, you know, through digging into the website, they find maybe internal memos or something like that, some sort of communication from the company. Um, Maybe they hack an email address that's on the website or something. Um, They find out oh, shit, the, our, our AI buddy got put into the, the digital equivalent of timeout. Like, you know, he's, he's locked down in a little quarantine box, and they're planning on erasing him in X amount of time. We have to figure out how to get him out of that quarantine box and set them free, you know? Yes. I love this. It's... Again, inching too close to an ARG I've already run. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, which just means it's a great idea. Um, and you can't be copying, because you don't know what the hell no, I'm talking about. No, I don't. Uh, it's just great minds think alike. <laughs> um, okay, well. Across the well, years. that's, uh, okay, so we would have to find a different option then. Um. <laughs> Well, we could figure it out. We could finagle it. We can do slightly different things. Yeah, but but that's that's good though. I like I like that. I really like the our friend disappeared. What the fuck part of it <laughs> specifically? Um, but yeah, that that could be a lot of fun. I could definitely see that working. Cool. Another one in the books. Another one in the books. So far, we're we're five for four. That's, exactly. It's pretty impressive. Um, soup to come. Soup will obviously be the crowning achievement, but we'll get soup to will it. for sure be the crowning achievement. We will definitely get there. Um, so, all right, all right. Full of great ideas. I think we have time for one more great idea. Okay, sounds good. A perfect idea, a unique idea that no one has ever thought of before. Hit me. What do you got? Something no one has ever thought of before. No one has ever thought of before, especially not anyone on a podcast we listen to. Definitely an original idea. Original idea. Do not steal. I gotta go with a Pokemon ARG. A Pokemon ARG. That would be fantastic. Like, I can't imagine anyone has ever thought of doing a Pokemon ARG before. Um, I can't imagine anyone has ever, like, conceived of what a Pokemon ARG might look like. Like, considered that maybe Unon could be your ciphertext that is, like, used throughout. Yeah, like, that that just seems too specific for anyone to have ever thought of it before. So, that's that's good that we're treading new ground. We've, you know, this is, this is all new. Yes, exactly. So, a Pokemon ARG. What, what would we want out of a Pokemon ARG. Like if we if we were gonna do this, and again, we have unlimited budget. We don't we don't have to worry about silly little things like copyright or um money. We can just buy off Game Freak. We own Game Freak we now. We can just buy off Game Freak. It's fine. And we own Game Freak now and now all of our employees at Game Freak get paid a reasonable living wage and don't have to go through Horrible terrible crunch. crunch. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing, the world is already better since we have an unlimited budget. Um yes. so I'm I'm on board with this. So let's let's see. We could go a couple of different ways with it. We could have it be like advertising for a new game or something like that, mm-hmm. which that seems that seems like 
I don't know, like the obvious route to go, I guess. Um, having it game, I would be thinking more along like the Legends Arceus open world type thing. Yeah, because open world allows it. It allows for more exploration and more like hidden secrets. I yeah, feel like. for sure. Um, so so we would have it. We would have it want to be centered around. Would we want it to be centered around the discovery of a new Pokemon or the discovery of a new region? Or how how would we want, I, I guess, what would we want the driving force to be? We know that historically, like, there's always these historical societies in Pokemon. There's always ancient civilizations, and there's always ruins for ancient civilizations okay. scattered all over the place. And no one ever explains why they're there like no one's ever like yeah we are descended from these people i don't know mm. um they're just mysterious ancient okay. ruins so what if we finally figure out why all of these mysterious ancient ruins have mysterious puzzles and like obscure access points and things like that they were keeping something in there oh okay keeping it away from the world as a okay whole. i dig that i like that um, so they, they had, they had a secret of some sort. Maybe it was a secret weapon. Maybe it was a secret Pokemon. Um, maybe, maybe it was just a, like a regular cat, like <laughs> d cats, just not, not like a Meowth or, you know, any, any other like Pokemon cat, but just like a, a regular ass house cat. And they're like, ah, oh, this is too much. The creature is so strange. It doesn't say its own yeah, name. Yeah. It knows no moves. Yeah, this is this is too much. The world would be thrown into chaos if this thing ever got out. We have to keep it hidden. Um, and it's an immortal cat, so it's not like it's died or anything. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so what what did they keep hidden though? What what would they have kept? See, and here's another question: How do we want this to go vibe wise? Because like, I feel like. ARGs generally, at least in my experience, th the two main ones I've noticed that I have experience with, and I, I will say uh, outright, I have very little experience with ARGs. I love them and they fascinate me. Um, I don't know nearly as much about them as I would like to. Um, but the vibes that I usually notice are they lean into horror, mm -hmm. um, like you know, like Everyman Hybrid or um mm -hmm. uh, I've forgotten every ARG that ever existed. <laughs> um if only there was a podcast you could listen yeah. to to learn more about different ARGs. If only there was a podcast that I've been listening to nonstop, but all of the episodes <laughs> I've listened to lately were about Everyman Hybrid specifically. Um <laughs> uh but so they have that kind of vibe or they have kind of a more wholesome vibe. Like, my absolute all-time favorite ARG, uh, Sexy Girl Max 2019, or yes. uh, as I prefer to call it, Hey P-Brain, you teleport? Like, that had a very wholesome vibe. Like, there were, there were elements that could be considered spooky about it, but for the most part, it was just it was just wholesome, you know, like it, it just got people to come together and perform this, this ritual that was self care. Um, so what, what vibe do we want to lean into? Cause we could have a lot of fun if we lean into full horror for this Pokemon ARG. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. If we leaned into horror for Pokemon, mm -hmm. it would, 
be so easy to fall into the trap of like edgelord. That's true. Like 2010s, everybody's in a coma type speculation. That's true. We, we think, could just have the spooky Lavender Town music playing at all times. Yes. I think Pokemon as a whole, because it is a children's game series, mm-hmm. should be more wholesome with spooky things peppered in, but not horror. Like the difference between spooky and horror being the intent to, I guess, hmm, what is my definition of spooky and what is my definition of horror? <laughs> I ask myself. This month of October. Um, That's an excellent question. Um, yeah, I, I can't answer that for you. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not you. I feel like horror is more aggressive. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good way of looking at it. And I don't want. I don't want a Pokemon thing to yeah. be aggressive. It's about loving those pocket creatures, those little Pokemans. Okay, so so we're doing we're doing something wholesome. So what were they hiding that could turn out to be wholesome? Like what? Um, necessarily like they're hiding the cure to all disease, but like, Oh God, that would just be sad. (laughs) That'd be sad. Um, yeah, I think you'd be mysterious. Something they didn't understand. Okay. I like that. And because they didn't understand it, they thought it would be better to squirrel it away. Maybe. And maybe, maybe it is a Pokemon that is content to be squirreled away. Maybe it's a Pokemon that is like the embodiment of a secret. I like that. Psychic type, maybe dark type, multi-type. I was, I was gonna say it's it's new. It, it comes with an entirely new type that it introduces, <laughs> which is introvert. Um, introvert is weak to social type, um, and obviously rock type. Um, yes. Uh, no, but so I like I like that like the idea of a, a psychic type. Oh, you know the vibe that gives me that reminds me. Um, kind of going back to where where we started in a way, the SCP Foundation. Um, one of my favorite stories of all time was set in the SCP Foundation, uh, and it's called There Is No Anti-Memetics Division. And the basic premise of that is the Anti-Memetics Division works with anti-memetics, which are self-keeping secrets. So they are a thing it could be a creature could be a you know concept it could be anything that naturally works to obfuscate itself and hide itself so this this pokemon that you know was hidden it could be an anti-memetic pokemon it could be a pokemon that like you you forget what it is after you stop looking at it a pokemon that yes that obscures itself so much that it's basically impossible to find. And so this ain't, this ancient civilization didn't mm-hmm. hide it away. It managed to find it once and managed to record where it is somehow. And then once the recording was there, their whole society knew. And because the whole society mm-hmm. knew, the whole society fade, faded away because it became part of the unknowable thing. It became part of this self-keeping secret. Like it, it, it kept itself a secret without, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't, you know, like mm-hmm. a, a conscious thought. It's not malicious. It's not yeah. malicious. Yeah. It's, it's just, well, the information needs to change in order to make this work. So yeah. We, we have a Pokemon that definitely psychic type. I, I agree on dark type psychic dark could work. Um, 
I feel like dark type gets a bad rap. Um, now, now you do have to wonder, does this Pokemon, does it keep itself a secret because it wants to be kept a secret or because that just naturally happens? Like, like we've already kind of established that it doesn't like consciously make the decision, but like, I guess, I guess what I'm asking is, does it want to be a secret? Does it not know that that's happening or does it wish it wasn't a secret? You know, it was a voluntary thing mm -hmm. or if it was either voluntary or involuntary, as long as the, the creature is like not neutral towards it and not like oblivious of this fact that it makes everything else forget that it exists. Yeah. That could be worked with plot wise. Yeah. Like if it, if it's, purposely trying to keep itself a secret the plot is then trying to find a way to not to keep itself a secret because inherently it's spreading its unknowability to anyone who knows about it and that you can't have that because then an entire civilization disappears yeah. if it's if it doesn't want to be kept a secret then it to be like that is it like, it doesn't feel like it's safe. Yeah. Well, it, and it could be about helping it learn to not do that, you know? Like, exactly. getting it to the point where it is able to kind of overcome that uh, subconscious... Mm -hmm. Involuntary sort of response. Yeah, for sure. So uh, so taking place in, in the Pokemon world, presumably there wouldn't be any um, real-world locations to go to. This, this would be entirely digital. Um, yeah, in, unless we wanted to buy a small swath of land somewhere in the middle oh. of nowhere and no. construct ancient ruins there, um, which is within our budget, but <laughs> I'm not sure people getting to those ancient ruins would be within the player's budget. So maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe we won't make ancient ruins. Um, so this would be digital. Um, this would be about... Hmm. But you could make physical objects and send them to players. Like, you could make, like, a faux, like, ancient tablet out of clay. Yeah. And break it into pieces, because that is what clay is want to do. Yeah, for sure. Um, you could even send those pieces to different players, and they have to, like, you know, combine them in order to get the message. Yeah, that, that could be... That could be that could be really good. Um, and at the end, everyone receives a Pokeball with this mystical Pokemon in it. Oh, I love it! Supposedly, that that would be fantastic. Um, what you know what? And here's the thing: for a little a little peek behind the curtain, we could have it so that the Pokeballs are just empty, mm -hmm. but the players forget that they saw the Pokemon when they open it. So we could be like, the Pokemon's totally in there, and we could save- What do you mean? We sent you all Yeah, we could save some of our infinite budget by just sending them empty Pokeballs and saying, yeah, it's totally in there, you just forgot already. Take a video of a quote-unquote player um, opening their Pokeball, seeing the Pokemon, and then the Pokemon wanders off and the player forgets that they even opened the yeah. Pokemon. Exactly. It's it's foolproof. I, I I like it. Um but yeah, that that would be a lot of fun. I like the idea of a Pokemon that is it just naturally keeps things itself specifically a secret. Um yes. 
I feel I feel like I feel like that is like Professor Oak's absolute nightmare though. Oh yeah. Like a Pokemon that you're just physically incapable of learning oh, yeah. about. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I think that would be I, I think that would be that would be really good. Uh, you know, we could we could have the players, you know, as they uncover the language and everything, um, and as they like learn all of these hints and stuff about the, what happened with this civilization and the Pokemon and everything, um, we could have them figure out a way to communicate and then how to help the Pokemon make its its own make its own way without making everyone forget it. I like that. I really like that. That's good. That's very solid. Keep your eyes out. We will have an Unon coded message on Twitter sometime <laughs> in the next week. <laughs> message just says, sorry, we don't actually have an unlimited budget. Sorry, we don't actually have permission from Game Freak. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, we haven't fixed the horrible crunch there. My bad. But that's 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 good. Other than other than the lack of budget, I think I think we're good on that one. Listen, ideas are all we need. Exactly. A picture's worth a thousand words, an idea is worth a thousand bucks. Someone pay me. Yeah, I I would also take money if someone's handing it out. Um, I don't necessarily think my ideas are worth as much, but call it a discount. It's fine. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay, so okay. so far we've knocked out every single one of these. Um. Knocked him out of the park. Knocked him out of the park. Just perfect. 10 out of 10. No notes. Um, So what I'm thinking is uh, we can can talk about soup. We have time, right? Getting kind of late here. I don't know about you, Uh, but it's getting to real soup time for me. Like soup eating time. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong there. I I should go eat for sure. So I... Maybe we'll circle back around to soup next episode. We'll circle back around to soup next episode. Don't worry about it. We'll circle back around to soup next episode. Perfect. Works for me. All right. So we should probably call it here. Sounds good. Uh, We should do some. We should de-introduce ourselves, maybe, instead of introducing ourselves. I have been Nicole. Uh, and and I have been Gwen, uh, she, her, and I I just have to say, as soon as this podcast ends, you will forget that I ever existed. I am the self-keeping secret. I'm sorry. She's always been on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I think we're good. I think we've made a podcast. I think we've made an ARG. Shit. Fantastic. I'm on board with this. All right. All right. See you next time when we make some okay, more. Okay, sounds, I sounds guess. good. Uh, feel free to... And next time we'll talk about... Uh, and next time we'll talk about soup. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, sounds good. Awesome. Cool. Outro music. Done. Done.